do the emptying out and then do a gratitude ceremony. Think of at least three things, people, places, situations that you are really, really grateful for because that kind of holds the space and holds the space clear and then for the divine will to come in. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey everybody, it's Yasmin here. Welcome to the podcast. So right now, as you are listening to this, if you're listening to this uh, in the week of its release, we are in what is called the waning cycle of the moon. The full moon is always uh, kind of the time of an emotional explosion. And then we go into what's called the waning cycle of the moon, when the moon is growing smaller in the skies every day between now and the new moon, when the new moon actually disappears. So we go from the big, full, round moon to getting smaller, smaller, smaller to finally disappearing. So this week I was lucky enough to spend some time with a man you may or may not have heard of. If you haven't heard of him, you can thank me later, as they say. Dr. Robert Holden, he is a psychologist. He's also a fellow Hay House author. And uh, one of the things Robert uh, talked about while we uh, had our time together was something called kenosis, kenosis, which if you're Australian, uh, you might find kind of amusing, (laughs) like I do, because we all know what kenosis sounds like. Uh, Shall I say it? Kenos, mate. Um, Kenosis. But guess what kenosis, and if you're not Australian, I'm sorry, it's just an inside joke. Um, If kenosis actually means i looked it up it's the concept of the self emptying of one's own will and becoming entirely receptive to god and the divine will okay and i just want to say remember we are all divine you know we are all divine this is not about god out there or goddess out there um, and us in here as far as I'm concerned, as far as I've ever been taught, we are all divine. We are all sparks of the divine. So I'll say it again, kenosis is the concept of the self-emptying of one's own will, which to me sounds a lot like ego, and then the process of becoming entirely receptive to God and the divine will or to the will of the divine, remembering we are all divine. So I'm just going to talk about the second half of that sentence before I get back to the first half because you might think, well, how do I become entirely receptive to the, the will of the divine or the will of God or goddess? And I would say the simple answer to that is uh, prayer and meditation, very especially meditation for me. Uh, when I meditate, you know, ideas come to me and I will always meditate with a pen and paper next to me as well because um, ideas come to me, I jot them down and then I move on from them during the course of the meditation. But let's talk about then this process of kenosis, the concept of the self-emptying of one's own will before you fill up with uh, the will of the divine, which 
again, I'm sorry to keep kind of like taking us a minute to get to the point here, but again, you know, it's really relevant right now when I'm recording this because we're in the waning cycle of the moon. We've actually just had the full moon eclipse in Scorpio. So an eclipse is like a full moon on steroids. Full moons are always the time to start to release stuff. And a full moon eclipse is that obviously plus, plus, plus. All right, so it's the time to release stuff and let it go. And uh, when you look up kenosis on the internet, which I just did, Robert Holden mentioned it uh, when we had our meeting earlier this week, and I, and I knew, and he he sort of said it's um, time to empty. He just kept it quite simple. So then I looked it up when I got home, and you know, it actually some of the documents um, about kenosis, uh, which is partly a um, Christian mystic concept, refer to the waning moon. So what I'm trying to get to here is now is the time to empty out of anything that you know is no longer serving you, that you know is dark, that you know is fear, that you know is ego-based, that you know is your shadow side. And I had a look to see what I wrote in my Moonology Diary uh, 2022 about this because I thought it would be interesting for me to compare that to this rather highfalutin mystical idea of kenosis. <laughs> and I have to say, talking about uh, kenos, mate, and being Australian, uh, it's on page 108, which is interesting because that's a divine number. But anyway, the first idea, this is what I wrote, the first idea that springs to mind looking at this eclipse is to let go. Let go of all the beep, I've got four asterisks. Let go of whatever upset and angst you're holding on to. Let go of resentment and fear. Let go of anyone or anything you're clinging on to for dear life. Release the number one thing you're scared to release, not just because if you let it go and it comes back to you, it's yours, and if it doesn't, it probably never was, as the old saying goes, but also because every now and then we have to look at where we've developed a toxic attachment or fear that we need to work through. So there we go. So I thought that was uh, actually pretty powerful, even though it was written in a much more colloquial way than um, talking about the beautiful idea of kenosis. So what does this all mean? It means that right now, now is the time for you to think, what is the number one thing I'm scared to release that I know is toxic in my life? So I won't go into it in too much detail because, as you all know, if you're a regular listener, I'm quite a private person. But let me just give you a sort of a, a vague outline. For me, I released, oh, you know what? I think this is maybe one I can talk about a bit more openly. I, no, I just can't. But I released a fear of something that is changing in my life, something that is evolving and changing and, oh, I liked it the way it used to be and now it's going to change and it's going to be all different. And, you know, just realizing that everything has a season, everything happens for a reason, things evolve, life goes in cycles. And I did, I mean, I'm making it sound slightly poetic here, but I did a bit of crying. I rang my aunt, my auntie Natalie, saying, oh, Auntie Natalie, I'm really sad because this thing's happening and la, 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 la. And, you know, she helped me and I, and, I, and I started to realize, you know what, life changes, life moves on, everything changes. And uh, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. It's all good. But, you know, it's that thing when things are changing and you have to change with them and you have to keep moving and um, it's all good. But that is what this eclipse is a lot to do with. It's about letting go of attachment and uh, 
I'm going to say it's it's actually just about my son, you know, growing up. He's 15 now and it's changing. I feel funny talking about something so private, but, you know, he's growing up and it's changing. And I had actually just been seeing some old photos of when he was like, you know, three or four years old on the beach in France and pictures of us having a little cuddle. And it's just that thing of, you know, he's growing up. So that, and, and I am a sentimental Cancerian mother. I'm a Maltese extraction. I think we're kind of worse than Italian mamas. <laughs> we just, you know, I'm very hands-on, very attached. And it's just about realizing, okay, he's growing up. Oh my God, I just can't believe I haven't said that. So anyway, so maybe talking about it's good. It's about, you know, that thing of letting go and understanding that our children have to grow up. And, you know, that's the whole point of being a parent. If we're lucky, they grow up and they start to have their own lives. And, you know, they can't be three years old with a spade and bucket on the beach forever. You know, got, you know, it's not what we want. You want them to grow up in the natural cycle of things. We're taking a quick break from the waning cycle to tell you about a free gift I have for you. Each and every one of us has an incredibly personal relationship with the moon and knowing your moon type will help you to unlock your natural abilities, enhance your lunar connection and help you to step into your own unique power. I've created a super simple and speedy quiz to help you very accurately identify the most powerful way that you are naturally drawn to working with the moon and how you can use this superpower to start to transform your life and to start manifesting. But hurry, the quiz will truly only be up for a short time. To take the moon type quiz, go to moonmessages.com forward slash MM quiz. That's M for moon, M for moon quiz. See you there. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what I was working on this week. Now, why does letting all this stuff go boost your manifesting? Well, before I answer that, I'm just going to say, you know, having had this sort of quite big emotional response uh, last night, um, and I'm recording this just before the eclipse, but you'll hear it after the eclipse. And that's fine because you're through the tough part. Now you just need to think, okay, what have I been releasing and, and why is this going to be useful to me? But last night when I went to bed and I was sort of reflecting on the day and on, you know, the fact that I love my boy so much and, you know, he'd been out and had a really fun time with his friends and I was really happy about that and, you know, grateful to Auntie Natalie for helping me kind of deal with the fact she's got two grown-up boys and, you know, the fact that, you know, the boys grow up and all that and that's actually, you know, touch wood exactly how it's meant to go. And uh, so just before I hopped into bed, I thought, you know what, I just want to get a little bit of a sign about this, just a little bit of a sign. And uh, I opened up the book that was right near my bedside and as I opened it up, I thought, okay, I'm going to look at page 43. And it was a a book about the uh, universal laws, about universal laws. And as I opened it up, I thought, okay, I'm going to look at page 43. And I opened up to page 43 and I scanned down, scanned the page. And it said, literally on the page, it said something about how it's very important to release attachment to your children. (laughs) Amazingly enough. Um, Because, you know, that's part of them uh, being allowed to grow and have attachments to other people. Because if you just sort of stifle your child, 
uh, and, you know, make your relationship the number one thing in their life, then it's hard for them to then go on and have a partner, for example, because um, if you're so attached to them, you know, as their kind of almost their significant other, then how are they ever going to have another significant other? And I just thought that was so fascinating that I literally thought, it, and it was about, by the way, um, uh, the law of attachment. And uh, yeah, so there you go. So I just wanted to give you all this really as something to think about. And now I want to tell you why and how does this boost your manifesting, okay, quite apart from, you know, talking about, you know, children and <laughs> attachment and all that. Here's the thing. So the waning cycle, which is the full moon to the new moon, okay, it's the full moon to the new moon. It's about a two-week cycle and it's a time of kenosis, of emptying out and now, as I understand it, of allowing in the divine will and allowing space for the divine will because when we are full of, like when we, we, set, our emo- we set our intentions at the new moon, okay, we write down our wishes, we write down what we want, um, you know, and I'm the first person to do this. I'm the person who's been teaching about it for, you know, 20-plus years. So I'm not, there's no criticism here. I still 100% believe in it. Um, but I've always said at the time of the full moon, it's time to release it all to the universe. If you've got my book Moonology, you will know we release it all to the universe or to spirit or the divine at full moon. We actually surrender we surrender it to the divine. And if you read my book, Moonology, it's all in there. I didn't really know that really what I was suggesting was kenosis. And the idea being, because when we surrender it to the divine, we're saying, okay, divine, if this has if this new moon wish hasn't worked out for whatever reason, you know, I surrender it to you because the part of me that's divine or the divine knows the best thing for my development that I need to do this lifetime in order for my soul to evolve the way it needs to evolve. So if it hasn't happened, there's a reason, okay, and I'm surrendering it to the divine. So if you haven't surrendered your new moon wishes to the divine yet, this uh, this new moon, do it now. It's not too late. It's absolutely not too late, especially any time in the waning cycle is good between new and full moon to surrender it and say, you know what, this is not working out for me. I don't know why. I surrender it to the divine. And now I understand, thanks to Robert Holden, that this is almost a mystical process. And, well, it is a mystical process and it even has a name, kenosis. And it's about emptying out all our wishes, our intentions, anything that hasn't worked out and we don't know why, anything that's just not going our way, anything that may not be what's best for us. It's about emptying out our will, our ego, our wishes, our intentions, anything that may not be right for us and surrendering it to the divine. And instead, when we do that, we make space in ourselves. When we do this kenosis practice at full moon, which I've been teaching for 20 years and I didn't even know it had this name. When we do this kenosis practice of emptying out our will, we then make space for the divine, okay? And we're in the definition that I gave you at the start, kenosis, the concept of self-emptying of one's own will and becoming entirely receptive to God and goddess and the divine will. And I just want to just take a moment here to think about the word receptive, becoming entirely receptive to God, goddess and the divine will. Think about the word receptive. Actually, it's the same root word as I'm pretty sure, the word receptacle. And what's a receptacle? A receptacle is something that receives. So a a glass is a receptacle for liquid, for example. So we become a receptacle for for God's will. So it's really important to have this process uh, every waning cycle 
because we then we empty out of our ego and we become receptive, a receptacle to God's will because we empty out. And we and also in my book, Monology, I always say, do the emptying out and then do a gratitude ceremony. Think of at least three things, people, places, situations that you are really, really grateful for because that kind of holds the space and holds the space clear and then for the divine will to come in. Okay, and so why does this boost your manifesting? Because when we manifest, the best way to manifest is to co-create. Okay, so come the new moon, I'll be talking about co-creating, setting intentions, sending wishes out to the universe. But it's really important as you learn about manifesting and you learn about your powers to manifest because you have powers to manifest. It's really important as you start to learn about this that you understand it's at least at the very basic basis of it, it's a two-fold process, okay? There's the waxing cycle from new moon to full moon when we send out our intentions and then there's the waning cycle from the full moon to the new moon where we emptying out of empty out of all our desires all our intentions and open up to divine will and hopefully during that time we become receptive and a receptacle to what is for our highest good what is going to serve our soul what is it that we need now in this lifetime at this point in this lifetime what is it we need in our life to manifest? What do we need to bring into our life for the good of our souls, for the good of the people that we love, for the good of our families, for the good of our friends, for the good of the world, okay? So by really engaging in this process of uh, sending our wishes out, um, you know, actually the word sankalpa, which is a Hindu word, which is all about intention, you know, it's very much that's what the waxing cycle is about from new to full moon. It's about sankalpa, about our intentions. And now we're in the kenosis cycle, the releasing and the letting go. So I'd really like to uh, acknowledge and thank uh, Robert Holden for teaching me that word this week so I could look into this and then hopefully share with you. And I hope you can start to see how emptying ourselves out at the waning cycle will boost our manifesting because once we open up to the divine will and to our highest self, then what we manifest, we manifest even more strongly because when we're manifesting for our highest good, for the good of all or not at all, that's when we really start to step into our power, you know, because we might think that manifesting is about manifesting a new car or a new job or a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend or whatever. But at its heart, what we're doing is we are stepping into our power as these amazing beings who are divine and who have the power to create. And it's about starting to realize what we need to create in order to fulfill our potential this lifetime. And I'd like to just tell you as we as we finish up here, I do actually have a free uh, process that I run every month called the Moonology Manifesting Challenge. Stop me if you've done it or do it again. Uh, but it's something I do. And the reason why we do it, we do it now, like you can sign up for it now because it's at the end of the waning cycle. It actually starts at what's called the last quarter moon, which is um, taking, which takes place about a week before the new moon. 
and it's a little bit of a crisis point and it's a time when it becomes even easier for us to do kenosis, to empty out, but to empty out of our fears, to empty out of resentment, to empty out of jealousy, to empty out of anything which is holding us back, to empty out of self-doubt and to fill up with better things. And the the, the challenge, which I, I run everywhere, it's actually not free anymore, sorry, it's $1. We decided to charge $1. And we may increase the price in the future, so grab it now while it's a dollar. But um, the reason why we do it then is because then it segues into my dark moon ceremony and then my new moon ceremony where we can do the last of the kenosis and then bringing in hopefully manifestations and uh, intentions and wishes that are aligned with our divine self. So I'll put a link in the show notes how to sign up for $1, but it's uh, moonmessages.com forward slash MMC for Moonology Manifesting Challenge. So I hope that helps you. I hope you have an amazing week and I hope you are starting to see how manifesting with the moon is a magical, magical process, but it's a process of two halves and we need to do both halves in order to really start to manifest our dream lives. Sending you lots and lots of love. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you next week.